We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, hour number two. We've got picks coming up in just a few minutes with Paul Savage as we get ready to look ahead to a weekend. Uh, we've had we've had Tommy as we talk about picks. Ike, you and I are sort of in the same boat. College has been good to us, and the NFL has been ruthless as far as bets and anything as we are still very early in the infancy of, uh, man, in our – in our bets. I, I've actually had pretty good luck with the last two primetime games. Monday Night Football was good to me, and last night was pretty good to me. But Sundays in the NFL have been rough, as as we'll learn <laughs> as Jad goes through the receipts of, of things later. But, man, uh, it's fun, though. I, I, I'm enjoying it, and I think most people are with us on that. How'd you do last night with your with your bets? Uh, it was not good. It's been a bloodbath oh. uh, all the way around. Yeah. Were you on so, the Dolphin uh, side of that? Um, I, on a couple bets, I had them on the money line, um, but I did, so I had a parlay going and I, I, I don't know why I keep doing single game parlays, um, because they, they never work out. I always get like all but one to hit. And then I'm just mad that the other one didn't hit. Um, I had a single game parlay last night that included a Joe Mixon, anytime touchdown that happened, a Chase Edmonds, anytime touchdown that happened, the Bengals above, like, I don't know, it was the alternate point total over uh-huh. like 18 and a half that hit and I needed the dolphins to be over 17 and a half points and oh. they were driving, they were driving and then it didn't happen. And I, so lost I missed the my, I missed my big single game parlay cause they didn't go over 16 and a half points. Mm. Uh, that missed field goal would have put us both in business. I, I, I had another, I, I think I had the Bengals to cover and Joe Burrow to, to go over his real player prop of like 273. That one was good. That, that one hit. So I did fine last night. I actually did pretty well. But, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I've I've enjoyed – like, there's so many parts of this that I'm still learning. Um, you know, the single-game parlays have been a new experience. I think we all have a pretty good grasp of that. But 
man, the terminology is wild. Like we're we're on this ride with everybody, uh, but it, it's been interesting to say the least. Last night's game, so the Bengals get the win over the Dolphins. Um, in the real football perspective, Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good, right? And I, I don't think that the Dolphins, you know, just on the field strictly losing Tua made them fall off a cliff. I thought Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good. And in that, it makes you wonder about Skylar Thompson, one. But to as it pertains to the Bengals, the Bengals kind of and, – and I'm on set again during the week, during those hours, so I'm trying to keep up like during commercial breaks and stuff. But the Bengals felt like they could have won that game bigger. Are the Bengals sort of reestablishing themselves here? Because the Dolphins had a lot going against them in that game, and that was even before the Tua injury. I definitely think it means more for the Bengals to win that game than it means that the Dolphins lost that game. But how much does it mean for the Bengals to win that game? Yeah, I think it means a lot. And I think that it does reestablish themselves. I mean, they're back to 500. They had a brutal and awful start to the season. Um, but they, they've been able to sort of, you know, retake their place where I feel like they should be in that division. That being said, there was some... I, I felt like really vanilla and at times really poor play calling offensively for the Bengals last night. And that's one thing. I mean, they've got tons of weapons. We always talk about what Joe Burrow can do, but I mean, look at, look at who they've got at wide receiver. Jamar chase is a freak and T Higgins is a great receiver too. Joe Mixon. I don't, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves at the running back position. They've got the skill players are there in Cincinnati but I felt like there were there were several different plays that were called where I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, this is really boring. And you're not utilizing Zach Taylor, your 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 skill players, your athletes that you have out there. Like, maybe switch it up a little bit and don't just, you know, run a halfback dive up the middle, you know, for Joe Mixon. Maybe don't just do a straight out go route for all the wide receivers. Like, do something a little bit different and a little bit more complex because I think that they'll have more success that way. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, d I do think it's important when you're down there close to the goal line to establish that we can get this two-yard, you know, thing. It wasn't working last night, though. Uh, but I, I think good teams need to be able to do that because it's the NFL, right? But teams find themselves in that situation all the time. And outside of you know, Andy Reid and all the creative things the Chiefs do down there, most teams, the good ones, need to be able to just kind of pound it in there. That's, you know, you think about the Buccaneers. I, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, you mentioned Leonard Fournette, and no, he's probably not the player we thought he'd be coming out of LSU, but he can do that, right? Like, he, he can get into the end zone, and Tom Brady's always been good at that. It, it's, it is something, but I think in general terms that the Bengals are – sort of recovering from whatever that was early in the season. And I do think now, let's just look at the AFC North. We're not we're not picking, you know, well, we're picking Bills Ravens, but as we look at the AFC North, do you take the Ravens or the Browns? Nobody's taking the Steelers over the Bengals, but you know, power rank for me what you think of Ravens Browns Bengals right now. At the beginning of the season, you know, I picked the Bengals to win the division, and I I still have them winning the division in my mind. Uh, you know, they're they're two and two. Um, again, not a good start to the season, um, but my belief remains that it's the Cincinnati Bengals until proven otherwise. You know, until somebody else comes in and takes it away from them. More than likely, if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be the Ravens. I don't have 
the belief in the Browns. Um, who knows where they'll be when Deshaun Watson is able to return to the field. And then who knows what Deshaun Watson will even be able to do after being away from the field for so long. And the Steelers are a mess. Um, and and I, I texted you this uh, the other day that um, I feel like the Steelers would be in a much better position if Kenny Pickett was the starter right now. That's I don't think that's going to happen um, right away, but I, I'm, I'm going Bengals until proven otherwise. Me too. Me too. I, I think it's the Bengals, and then and then the Browns have played such a soft schedule. I don't know what to think of them. Uh, I do think Pittsburgh will get better when they put Pickett in, but it's going to take some time. So, yeah, I think it's the Bengals, too. We're going to see a lot from the Ravens on Buffalo. That is one of ten games we will pick across college football in the NFL. We bring in Paul Savage. Jad will, uh, Jad will keep us honest on what we've been doing this year so far. These games are against the spread, so they're not just outright winners. We'll do that. We'll get to some high school football later in the hour. A lot to get through. Uh, picks are next, though, on Sports Daily. Your phone call is welcome. 869-1240. Sports Daily on 97.5 and 1240. Sports Daily is on KFH. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome in, everybody. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Caster. We bring in Paul Savage. We're going to make some picks, but first, Jad is going to keep us honest. Jad, did I? I think I went 0 for 4 in the. I think I went. Did I go? I think I went 4 and 0 in college and 0 for 4 in the NFL. That has been the story of my betting life early going here. <laughs> Usually, the difference between picking college or uh, college or NFL picks will go one way or the other like that. Although generally, it's Paul that does better on the college picks than he does on the NFL, and. I don't know. It, 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 the results this week were, I wrote it for you. I'm sorry. They were a little boring, guys. Yeah, we're. <laughs> no, we were. We apologize, Chad. We do. I, don't, I mean, I'm trying to keep, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep interested here, but it was so close. There is one game separating all of you guys. Just one game. I'm looking for hey, a Jack. back and forth, some lead changes, and you all went four and four. Yes, Tommy? Jack. Wow. Jed, do you do you mind telling everybody who's in the lead? Oh, you are still in the lead, Tommy. Thank you. That's Thank the you. problem. There wasn't All a right. lead change. And it I'm wasn't going, interesting. And I'm taking credit for that lead. You kept the lead. I graded you last week, Tommy. Tommy, after the grading that I did for you, I and I and listen, that was a lot of work on my part. But after the grading that I gave you, what kind of lessons will you apply today? Will that make you better? Have I made you a better picker after having graded you last week? Are you better? Um, I'm better in spite of you, Paul. And so I'm <laughs> what, ready what to is get the in old there. Saying, what's the old saying, Savage, what? those who can't play coach? 
Is that right? Something oh, like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I cannot believe right. you said that. Okay, well, Chad to, hit the music. Let's let's do it. <laughs> let, let me let me real quick just finish it out. Y'all went four and four, so our results right now, cumulative results. Tommy is still in the lead, thirteen and twelve, but Paul and Jacob are right behind him at twelve and thirteen. So once again, this is could be a really interesting week. There you go. Ah, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm taking the lead this week. Let's do it. All right, we're gonna start. We're going to start in college here, uh, and we'll start with the ones we know. Texas Tech, Kansas State, the Cats giving seven and a half points. Tommy, you're the leader. You go first. What do you think? Joey McGuire has done some really cool things at Texas Tech in his first season, and those kids are incredibly bought into him and the program down there. That being said, the Wildcats are back at home in Manhattan, and after their offensive explosion against OU last week, I'm picking the Cats to cover. All right, so there's seven and a half. By the way, these odds come as of right this very moment, or at least this morning when I wrote them down on BetMGM, which is, of course, uh, part of this program. So BetMGM odds are what we're using here. Savage, Cats, seven and a half. You giving the points? Well, here's the thing about Texas Tech. I think they're a pretty good football team, but had a big win against Texas last week. Tommy, what happens when the Thunder have a big win? What happens with the next game? Usually there's a little letdown in there. Maybe there's a little bit of, oh, mm-hmm. boy, you know, I'm, I'm still basking in the sunlight of that big win. That's where Texas Tech is at. And then you throw in the fact they got to go play at Kansas State. I'm joining Tommy, and I'm taking the Cats. That's interesting logic since Kansas State also had a big win last week, Paul, but I guess we've just got selective uh, selective choices there. I, look, I, I'm, I'm on K-State here, too. Uh, I'll give the points, so nobody's going to make up any ground here. I'm a little bit reluctant to do it because I do think Tech's got the right guy and they've got a lot of momentum. I'm going to do it, though, based on what I've always done with K-State this year. I'm making the pick based on their defense. I think Tech's going to have a hard time scoring. And if Kansas State offense has been unlocked a little bit, I just I see some of those early games where the K-State defense has really led the way. I think it's going to be hard for teams that aren't real offensive juggernauts to score on that defense, so I'll take the Cats. All right, Paul, you can lead us on this one. Let's go uh, the other spot in the Sunflower State at KU. Iowa State comes into town, and KU gets three and a half points. Paul, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. KU has burned me time and time again, but here's the thing about Iowa State. I watched a lot of that Baylor-Iowa State game from last week. Iowa State's pretty darn good. Iowa State is pretty well coached. Coach Campbell done a tremendous job uh, three and a half points. Somewhere there's going to be a letdown, right? I think there's going to what's going to happen, fellas. There's going to be a letdown somewhere with the University of Kansas. I'm going to take Iowa State, and I'm going to go ahead and give the three and a half to KU. Hater, hater. I'm not. <laughs> look, I'm not. I'm not. KU's made me a lot of money. I'm not going against KU now. I'm taking them on the money line in real life. But for the sake of these picks, I'll take the three and a half points in the Jayhawks. Tommy, we can, we'll go ahead and ask you, although I, I know we already know where you're going. <laughs> you know my answer on this. Yeah, I mean, look, I, this line is interesting because Kansas is getting three and a half, and then you add in that home field advantage. Vegas thinks that Iowa State is around a touchdown better than KU. I don't agree with that at all. We've seen what the Jayhawks have been able to do this season. They're at home. It's going to be another 
sellout crowd inside the booth and it's homecoming. Give me the Jayhawks and I'll go ahead and take the points. All right, we're going to take a momentary uh, trip away from the Big 12 to pick an SEC game because it's one I think that has everybody's interest. Alabama going on the road to Arkansas. The Razorbacks getting 17 points at home. My old rule in the SEC when it's two good teams is take the points. I'll stick with it. I'll take the Hoggies plus 17. Tommy? This one's uh, you know tough for me because Arkansas has shown that they can hang in the SEC this season. Although it's still Alabama, they still, outside of that Texas game, have the ability to put up a lot of points and do it pretty quickly. So I'm going to disagree with you, Jacob. I'm going to say Alabama, they're able to cover, cover that. I'll go ahead and give the points. Paul, what do you think there? Well, I'm disappointed that I can't take Arkansas. Sam Pittman, their head coach, he and I coached at the Hutchison Community College way back in the 90s. I like the guy. He's a friend. But I'll tell you what, this Bama, this Bama team, I'm still not sure how good they are, Tommy. I think they're good. I don't know that we've seen just how good yet. And at some point, Bama's going to explode, and this may just be the week. I like the points uh, for for Arkansas, and I'm tempted to take Arkansas, but Bama explodes this weekend. I'm with Tommy, and I should be with Tommy. He's the leader. Uh, dangerous <laughs> island for me to be on going against Alabama for sure. All right, Tommy, back to the Big 12 now. Oklahoma at TCU. The Sooners trying to bounce back from the loss uh, against K-State. They immediately have to go on the road and play a team in TCU, I think, that is much better than people thought. TCU gets six points. Is that enough to sway you to the to the Horn Frogs? Yeah, I don't know. You know, TCU is improving under Sonny Dykes. They were able to beat his former team, SMU, last week. But OU, they've got to be reeling from the loss in Norman last weekend against the Wildcats. I think that Brent Venables is going to have his team ready to go. Dylan Gabriel plays really, really well. I think they go on the road to TCU, and I think that they cover. All right, uh, Paul, you're up next on this one. Sooners, Froggies, where you at? This is the easiest pick of the week. And I mean it. This is the easiest pick. OU and a route. Okay. I don't think it'll be a route, but I do think Oklahoma has a lot to prove here. I'm going to take the Sooners, too. Um, I, 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 I just, this one interested me, and I put it on there because I TCU has been way better than people thought. And so... I, I, I am taking Oklahoma, though, but that's why the game's on the list because I do think it's an interesting line on the surface. I think just about everybody in the world will be like, oh, yeah, well, the Sooners will win that. Curious one. All right, here's one I'm pretty excited about, actually. Maybe, you know, outside of K-State and KU, my most excited game of the weekend, and that's Oklahoma State at Baylor. Paul, no coincidence that the Baylor Bear gets to pick this game first. You lay in that two and a half at home against the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma State. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke, for guy's sakes. Listen, Baylor's a good football team. So is Oklahoma State. And I think there's still some upside to go with Oklahoma State. But Baylor's still going to be better. And playing at home is what Cement said. I'm going to go ahead and give the two and a half, and I'll take Baylor. Uh, you know, this is interesting, and I, I, you know, the double takes on this because Oklahoma State, as a dog, this is another money line bet that I'm going to make this weekend, by the way, um, because I, I, I think Baylor is good. I agree with you, but I think Oklahoma State's better. 
Uh, and I think they're a good enough team to go on the road and beat a good opponent. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm I'm putting real money on their money line, but as for the sake of our picks, I'm absolutely taking the two and a half. I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, who are you going to give the island to here, Tommy? Yeah, this one's tough for me. This was probably the toughest one to pick out of the 10 games that we're picking this week because we've seen Baylor play quite a bit. You know, obviously they had that game against BYU that they looked pretty good in but weren't able to get the victory. And then, you know, they, they were able to go on the road to Ames and beat Iowa State last week. What I think is really interesting, guys, about Oklahoma State is that I feel like they've been really quiet this year. Like, there's been so many other big storylines in the Big 12 that we haven't talked much about Oklahoma State. And all Mike Gundy has done is put together another top 15 team in America. I like them on the road. I'm going to give Paul the island, Jacob, you and me together. I'm taking Oklahoma State to cover. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's jump into the NFL. I'll go first here. Uh, One of the real headline games of the week. This one should be a blast. This is a great week, by the way, in the NFL as far as games go. Um, We got Bills at Ravens. Ravens are getting three points at home. Uh, I think this was at three and a half at one point, which means some money is going to the Ravens. The Bills are banged up defensively, but the Bills are angry at the way that they played late against the Dolphins. The Ravens have shown flaws in their defense as well. I predict a billion points in this game. And I think it's very important that the Bills reestablish themselves, and they know that. So I'm going to very reluctantly give points uh, to a home dog and take Buffalo. Paul? Well, I'll tell you what, you're right. They are angry. I mean, when, when you have coaches tearing up the press box, I mean, that shows a little anger to me. And I agree with you in this, on, in this particular take. They're an angry football team. They lost a game that they should have won, could have, would have, should, I guess. But I'm also going to take the Bills. Reluctantly, the Ravens have surprised me a little bit, but I think I do like uh, the Bills as well. All right, Tommy. Yeah, I think we need to make it a clean sweep here. Um, wow. The, like you said, Jake, can, the... can I change? <laughs> Too no, late. You Too late. Oh, You're locked come in. Come on, guys. <laughs> Here's a chance You're to pick up in. one on me. Right. As much as I as much as I would love to be on an island by myself, I agree with you, Jacob. I think the Bills are angry, and the Ravens secondary is like Swiss cheese. I predict Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis and the receiving core for the Bills absolutely go off. I'm taking the Bills. I know that uh, they're on the road. I know that the Ravens are getting three points. I'm taking the Bills to cover. All right, let's uh, let's go to another really fun game here, and we'll let Paul start this one. The, the upstart Jacksonville Jaguars go and play what many consider the best team so far in the NFC, Philadelphia. Philly is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Paul, what do you think here? Well, there's only one reason I'm going to take the Eagles, and that's because two weeks ago I jumped on an island when I didn't think they would win and cover the points. I'm going to take the Eagles just based upon, hey, you've done it for me once. Come on, guys. Do it again. I'm taking the Eagles. Tommy? There is something going on in Jacksonville. We've seen it the last two weeks. I thought it was a little bit fluky when they shut out the Colts two weeks ago, but then they went on the road to Los Angeles and took it to the Chargers, who have a defense 
full of big names. I know Joey Bosa is out, uh, but man, the Chargers defense, you know, looked really good and has looked pretty good throughout the course of this season. And Jacksonville just hung 38 points on him last week. So something's going on with Doug Peterson. Trevor Lawrence is finding his own. I like the Eagles. I think that they are the best team right now in the NFC. But man, I'm gonna take the Jags and I'm I'm gonna take the points. Yeah, I think I think we share a brain on that. I do think the Eagles win, but it's hard right now the way the Jags have played the last couple of weeks to to not get those points, right? That's a big number in the NFL. So it, it is as simple as just give me the points because whatever it is going on in Jacksonville appears to be for real. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, we all want him to be awesome, right? I don't think there's anybody that doesn't root for Trevor Lawrence to be great because we love having great quarterbacks in the NFL. He certainly has the pedigree to do it. They're playing better defensively than anybody thought they could. Is this a game where Jalen Hurts comes back to earth a little bit? I don't know, but I, I like getting six and a half points, so I'll take the Jags side of that too. I'll start with the Commanders and the Cowboys. I, I guess I, I'm... I guess I'm not as hesitant to call them my Cowboys anymore. They're they're sort of getting back in the good graces. Cooper Rush looks pretty good. Um, I think that you know I'm going to take the Cowboys. It's three point spread here. I'm going to lay the three because I do think the Cowboys are playing better, and I do think this is a pretty good matchup for them against Washington. The Cowboys have one of the best defenses in football. That plays no matter who's under center, and Cooper Rush is certainly. Uh, giving the Cowboys plenty of opportunities to win these games. Three doesn't seem like too many to me. I'll take the Cowboys against Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Uh, Tommy, you, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have another week where there's going to be a discussion after the game about whether or not Cooper Rush should continue as the quarterback. Regardless of what happens with Dak Prescott, I'm taking the Cowboys. Paul, chance for an island. You know something? I like the island. I like Marianne. I like the professor. I like them all. But here's the problem. I don't think that Washington is going to be helped even with the three points. Fellas, this is a clean sweep, and I am probably passing up an opportunity, but I'm going to take Dallas as well. Carson Wentz struggles under pressure. That's that's the thing. I'll tell you what I love in this game, 41.5 points. I'm going over that. Well, that might that, that doesn't sound like a bad bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit that. All right. Uh, for sure later in the week. But that's not what we're picking here. We're picking, point, we're picking uh, points, uh, game Brent. outcomes here. So here we go. Paul, you start us here in the AFC West. Broncos at Raiders. Raiders winless, getting two and a half, uh, or sorry, favored by two and a half points at home against the Broncos. The winless Raiders, I repeat, favored at home. What do you think? Well, we got quarterbacks and we got, we got teams that both could show a lot of potential. But potential doesn't win games. But I'll tell you what, when I look at, at the home team, I'm going to go ahead and take the Raiders and get – and uh, oh, wait a second, the Raiders are given two and a half, aren't they? Well, I'm going to take the Broncos. I just re- – I thought okay. it was – I'm sorry I looked at my notes <laughs> wrong. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm sorry about that. You're not crazy, Paul, because that is one of those lines that's like, wait, what? The Raiders are favored here? I swear They're I thought – They're favored it... here, Tommy. Yeah, well, I know. The, I, Ra- the Raiders are laying the points, Tommy. Yeah. You falling for it? What are you doing with this one? I mean, look, here's where I stand on this game right now. The Broncos are probably, I don't know, the Broncos and the Giants. I go back and forth on who the worst 2-1 and team in the NFL is. I think it's got to be the Broncos. Uh, the Raiders, they've got to get on the in the win column. Eventually, they're back at home, and this is as good of an opportunity as any for them to do that. I'm going to take the Raiders. The Raiders could not wow. possibly be more desperate than they have to be right now. Um, 
I, you know, I, 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 I will go there too, and it may be at stubbornness wow. because I, I just feel like this roster is better than it's played at zero and three, and at some point, it's going to click with the new head coach. I, I gotta just. I got to roll with the Raiders, the Broncos. I don't think they're worse than the Giants, but I do think they're a very lucky 2-1. Russell Wilson has struggled. Um, that seems real. So I'll take the Raiders at home and give the 2.5. Wow. And man, I don't, you, I don't feel good about you it. You are giving me the Broncos two weeks in a row on an island. Man, yeah, this getting is, points this, too. I know this, we this, may be making this easy on you, Paul. Yeah. All right, Chiefs. Chiefs. Bucks. Paul, you're up first here. Chiefs are a dog. That's rare. They almost never are, but they are a one point underdog in Tampa Sunday night. What do you think? Well, injuries are playing a part on both these teams. One team to you know the Bucks probably a little more uh, significantly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Anytime you're going to give points to the Chiefs. I think you got to be crazy not to take them. I mean, come on, guys. Giving points to Patrick Mahomes? Are you kidding me? I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, it protects you in a one-point, you know, last-second loss. It doesn't do much, but it's something. It is It is something else, Tommy, they can put up on that bulletin board. And they have as much material up there on the Buccaneers as any team. What do you think? Chiefs on the road in a weird week. Well, this is difficult uh, for me, and, and I, I don't uh... – I don't appreciate the position that I'm in right now. I don't like picking second because then that leaves the choice in your hands, Jacob. I don't love that, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm going through the list of everything, and I'm not on an island at all this week. I've got no opportunity to gain any ground so far. So because of that, I'm going to reluctantly take the Bucks, and I'm desperately hoping that you take the Chiefs so I can at least be on an island by myself for one game. I, I will. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I don't like it. Um, I, I haven't... And I'll know because we're doing the you know the the watch party. I, I will be involved in a lot of props for this game for sure. I don't know. If, I, I will bet it just because you know we do that for our BetQL. But normally I'd stay away because there's so much weirdness in this game. I I think that the Chiefs, generally speaking, do well when their backs against the wall. And it's not. It's it's maybe a little too dramatic to say their backs against the wall. But they've got to prove that last week was weird, right? And that's not them. The other thing is, while I do think Tampa's defense has will have some success against Kansas City, I th- we continue to not talk enough about how well the Chiefs' defense has played. And I think they can make it a, a, a rough day at the office for Tom Brady. So I kind of like the under at 45 and a half. We'll see. But I'll take the Chiefs on the pick and take the points. It's basically a pick em. Yeah. I think the Chiefs can go down there and win. It'll be emotional. That's the other X factor is it's going to be an emotional game for Tampa. So who knows? But I'll I'll give you that island, Tommy. So there it is. Uh, Jad's got it all written down. Jad, uh, any questions, any any observations you need from us before we lock this in, put it in, uh, put it in pin and. Well, I don't need to, on to the weekend. I don't need to change anything, but just making the observations. It looks like it will be interesting. Uh, we've only got three clean sweeps, so there will be movement. There could be movement, most likely. Yeah, right. Yeah, and last week, last week there weren't a lot of for clean Paul sweeps. because he's on more islands than either of you. Yeah, there you go. Uh-oh. All right, let's go. Here we hey, go, hey, Savage. Hey, by the, okay, hey, listen, big boy, you, you and you and your big mouth. Here, how about this? You want to put up a gallon of HTO iced tea? You want to put up a gallon of your wife's tea? Your wife's tea? Because yeah, if feel, you're so confident, feel, how about yeah. I'll buy a gallon 
I'll buy you a gallon of your own wife's tea. How's that? If I lose. But she makes me pay for it, so I'm oh, in. Oh, I'm in. Oh. I got, you know, it, listen, there ain't, no corner, there ain't no corners cut here. Yeah, no, I'm in on that. <laughs> oh, good. I'll, I'll, make you, I'll make you a side bet here. There you go. All right. That's a, that's a side bet I like. I do kind of I, I like I like the picks this. I didn't like them. I didn't like mine very much last week. I, I those were there are we know how this goes. Like right. we think we have a good feel for it and it turns sideways on us. Right. So we'll see. A yeah. uh, lot of fun games though. I, I do think the slate of games especially in the NFL is much better than it was a week ago. A lot more right. games I'm excited about to watch this weekend. Right. Uh let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got high school football talk. It is a catch at Kansas Friday. We bring in Matt Henderson to preview some of the week's biggest games next on Sports Daily. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Still all right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on a Friday edition as we make our way through getting ready for a big weekend. Tell you what's coming up this weekend uh, here on our family of networks. Today you've got Jim Rome at 11, Bob and Jeff coming up at 2 o'clock, Maggie and Perloff at 4, Zach Gelb at 5, and then the Royals and Guardians start uh, coverage at 6 o'clock. Then on Saturday you have KU and Iowa State. Uh, Brian Haney takes us through right here on the home of Jayhawk football, KFH. That coverage begins at 1. You've got Butler taking on Hutch, the big one, 6.30. That one's over on KNSS this weekend. Then on Sunday, 8 o'clock, you've got the London game. Don't forget, I almost put that one on our picks, but I didn't. Vikings and Saints this year. That's actually a really good game for London. Uh, 8 a.m., and then the Royals play Sunday at 12.30. You've got Chiefs. Buccaneers, the Chiefs radio network call on KNSS. That coverage begins at 6. You've got the national call here on KFH. That begins at 6.30. All right, let's talk some high school football. It is a catch at Kansas Friday. You can find all your best high school sports news, especially high school football at catchatkansas.com on the Catch at Kansas app. Joining us now, the executive producer of Catch at Kansas, Matt Henderson. Uh, we're more than halfway through this season. Matt, that is 
wild to think about, but it also means we're right in the middle of district play, and then it gets a whole lot of fun starting now. This man does not feel like the season has already flown by this fast, has it? No, it's, it is uh, – it, this happens every single year, by the way, but we're not even through September, technically know, speaking, five, and we're halfway Friday, through. Yeah, five Fridays in September just makes it feel like everything is going so much – faster or slower however we're going to look at it than it is it's definitely different but hey having a lot of fun all right let's start in the city league this week what is, what do you think the best city league matchup is and and any movement expected to come out it it kind of feels like you have the heavy favorites taking on the teams predicted at the bottom but anything catching your interest in the city league not a whole lot um i i, I think this week should be pretty chalky as far as that league goes um, we're kind of at the point with that league where it's like we know who the top is, you know who the bottom is. Like you mentioned, they're all kind of facing against each other this week. So, honestly, not a whole lot of interest on my part in those games this week. Um, I mean, Topeka High play, play Northwest, I guess. It's kind of a different matchup when we're not used to seeing in, in particular, but we also saw Topeka. They have not been as good this year. I think they're just getting back uh, – one of the state's top prospects in BJ Candidate, who's uh, been injured to start the his uh, junior year up there. Um, so we'll see if he's able to play up against the Grizzlies. But again, just uh, not exactly a, one, a week in, in a G wall that jumps out on paper. Matt, I feel like this is a question that um, I, I've asked before and probably going to ask it every week as the the games go on. But where where do you land on Derby right now? They're still number two in 6A. They handed Hutch their first loss last week, but it had to be a big comeback for Derby to make that happen. They're on the road this week, traveling down to Hayesville, taking on campus. Where do you stand on where Derby is right now? Uh, Derby is not Derby a pass that we've seen in the past five, five to ten years. I think that's where I'm kind of at with them. A lot of closer games. Uh, this week against campus, like I'm playing a rivalry, you think they're going to come out and they should win that one handily, but it's like going uh, hosting Mays next weekend as, at Mays South. I don't honestly know how those games are going to fall. Like, they could both be one-score games. I think Mays has looked by, at, like the uh, best team in the Metro this year. Um, but, yeah, Derby is like they, they have their issues, and we'll see what they're able to do come playoff time to correct that if they're going to advance back to that uh, Emporia for the state title game. Matt, look at players, individual players for me for just a second. What players in the City League, or in, at least in this particular area, have you seen them climb maybe from a small college uh, a scholarship offer, maybe into uh, a Division One, even with some NIL money uh, backing it up? Who's that one or two player that you have seen their stock rise and rise significantly? Um, I'm going to start in Mays, and it's, it's, I'm kind of weird like going off on a, a player not Avery Johnson there, but like their sophomore receiver Bryson Hayes, absolutely one of the best players I've watched this year. Like the way Mays runs their program as a freshman, he really didn't see the field. It was kind of the same with Avery Johnson when he was a freshman. And we've seen what's happened, what's happened there, but Bryson kind of stood out this summer. He ran a four three forty, and then he's really kind of proven that on the field this year. He's averaging over forty yards a catch. He's, it's basically turned in past two seniors into Avery's uh, favorite target out there. So, like, watching him, he's a special player to watch, and I recommend, like, getting out there to watch him play a game. Well, we got a good opportunity to see him this week because it's the rivalry game, right? Mays at it Mays is. South. 
Uh, the Mavs are going to be able to hang in there? Or what do you think here? Mays is, you, you called them the best team in the Metro. I agree with you. They've looked the part so far, but rivalry games are weird. And do you think Mays South can hang? I want to say yes. I'm not sure if they can. Mays, like, like we talk about that Mays offense, like, because they're, they are just that good. But that Mays defense is really, like, kind of shown, like, that they can really play really well this year, too. Like, they um, are playing much better than they did last year. And But Mays South, this, this year's team, different than what we've seen in them. You know, we had, like, Evan Cantu last year, one of the best running backs in the Metro, now up uh, playing Division One. But they've kind of immediately flipped on that team from going from a run heavy to a pass heavy. They have Tate McNew, their sophomore quarterback, who's uh, came out take, taking the reins behind center and been an outstanding thrower there. So we'll see how much he's able to continue that against that Mays defense. I still like the Eagles to come out on top in this one, but Mays South they do they have some good players and they are one that we can watch in the future. Matt, it's the featured story this week on Catch It Kansas, and uh, it's a school you know that a lot of people are familiar about here in Wichita, but don't always get a lot of the the discussion because of the city league and the larger schools. But Wichita Independent, a four zero start right now, early on in the season for them. What are we seeing with Wichita Independent, and what can folks find on CatchItKansas.com? Yeah, it's funny. I've only I, w- I was out there this week. I think I've only ever been there before for swimming because they have an outstanding swim school there, Wichita Swim Club there on that campus. And but yeah, that which independent school you're talking a, uh, um, they've been a school for I think this is the 24th season, and it was 23 years ago, year two, the only other time that they started out four and and so they were eight man when they first started, jumped to 11 man this year. They dropped back down to eight man last year. They had two games where they actually had to forfeit because they had one, they had to forfeit while they were winning in the third quarter out West due to injuries that happened. And they just didn't have enough players to field an 11 man team. So they've gone from that drop to that eight player thing. And have really kind of like taken off a really tough matchup for them against Argoniatica, who is typically a, like a power in eight man. Um, so we'll see how they're able to do on the road tonight with that, but it's a really cool story for coach LT and the yeah, Panthers. You know, Matt, uh, I'm kind of throwing my my heart in on this question because uh, Wichita Southeast and Capen play tonight. At one point, you're probably too young to remember this. So are you, Jacob, by the way. But I, you two youngsters probably don't remember the great rivalry. That was just for your benefit, Jacob, too, by the way. But anyway, those two teams have a tremendous rivalry. It's not a rivalry like it used to be. Talk a little about Southeast. Where Where are they? Uh, how how long will it remain uh, to be seen when they climb back into into uh, uh, the potential of being you know one of the top teams in the in the city league? And what's it mean to a team like Southeast to play a rivalry game like Capen, where probably nobody's given Southeast a chance to play? See, I would like guess in my time in time here in Wichita, which is I guess seven years now, I have never seen a competitive Southeast team, so right, I would never right. guess it's a rival. I would that would have like shocked me like, back in the day I guess to hear that but yeah I'm sorry don't apologize no I with south with southeast it's tough it's just so tough like you can just kind of see where like I think I don't know if it's really just a matter of getting the right players that are able to buy in and really go out there and uh, want to perform like that or the right coaching, right coaching staff. It's, it's, they're just in a spot where they have fallen from grace so far that it's hard for them to really 
jump back out there and make make that transition back up to the top. And while the other teams are like consistently at the top, like you're looking at the Northwest and Carols and McCapins, that are always right there at the top right now. And so it just beca- it just became such a top heavy league. It'll be tough, but I mean, it'd be really cool to see the Buffs make a comeback. That same goes for teams like South, West, North, all of those schools that are kind of like the bottom of the city league. All right, Matt Henderson, we always appreciate it. Uh, that story on Wichita Independent is up right now at catchatkansas.com. Matt's rankings are up at catchatkansas.com. And of course, tonight you've got the Catch at Kansas show and all the live coverage throughout the newscast on 12 News into that Catch at Kansas show at 1035 on the KSCW. Always appreciate it, Matt. Here we go to the second half. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. All right. There goes Matt Anderson, executive producer of KetchikKansas.com. We take our final break, and we'll wrap it up next on Sports Daily. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 